So hi everybody, I'm uh, Jordi from France, from the band X-Screen. I'm the best, best player and vocalist. So uh, X-Screen uh, began in 2013 as a trio. And uh, when you released Unreal Existence two years later in 2015, it was said that you made an impact on the tech death metal scene. Uh, making a statement that you had something to share. Now, it's been 11 years, and you're about to drop your highly anticipated sixth album, Legend. Congratulations. Thank you, man. <laughs> what can the world expect from your newest album? A return to um, the old-fashioned albums. Uh, first of all, for um, the production with Sylvain, the um, main guitarist of the band, is also the producer. Um, we um, ask ourselves why uh, the old old albums from, for example, Metallica, Megadeth, uh, sounds uh, so huge, but with no all this technology that we got. And um, for this album, we want to go back and use real amps and um, more uh, hardware and. Uh, uh, we don't want to go against uh, uh, all people do now. We, the last album, Hybrid Sense, was uh, uh, almost uh, a computer uh, mm-hmm. uh, process. Mm-hmm. But for this time, we we really want to uh, have this old sound. So it's not as uh, pre- um, precise. Yeah, it's not as so precise that. Um, that uh, Kemper or uh, XFX uh, can can do, but I uh, think it's more organic, mm. and that's what uh, what we want for this album: more organic, more maybe more loud. It's a consequence of uh, of um, using uh, real hardware, and but uh, that's what we want. So you say you say more organic it it it, it kind of does speak to like the genre and also the music that you have been creating over the past couple of years is that sometimes it is the imperfections that really make things unique it also helps to just create your own sound and own message you know using a computer can quite frankly sound just formulaic it could sound like Celine Dion on autotune it just like it just doesn't sound real at all so I get the 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 feeling and the uh, the inspiration to be more raw while at the same time being stronger and being more mm. polished in your own work yeah I think it was um it's not really fashion but uh, uh at the end of um the last 10 years it was very impressive this very unorganic songs it's uh, habitual it's uh, no. and uh, all the the song uh, you have different guitars different uh, guitar player for example mm-hmm. uh, different hardware but at the end everybody sound the same and uh, pretty the same and I think that uh, in the past years, very, um, very time ago, <laughs> all the albums sounds very differently because uh, all the hardware they use was the um, maybe the only uh, thing they got to sculpt the the sound. Mm. Um, it was maybe 
at uh, this uh, era, it was uh, more uh, more personal, I think. Mm. No, you've been credited with uh, quote unquote completely embodying the genre while showing some real growth from album to album. I had a chance to actually go through your library uh, yesterday and today and even get a sample of your most recent album, which I can't wait for it to uh, be released. By the time uh, the viewers and listeners are are enjoying this, the album will have come out, which is uh, January 26th. How soon do you go from transitioning from one album to another when it comes to creating and writing because you guys have put out six albums in 11 years, which is a monster feat upon itself. Um, maybe it's because um, we um, we work together. We, we don't uh, record ourselves. We uh, mix. Uh, Sylvain is mixing himself and uh, the master too. So we don't depend on the external people. Mm. We, usually we let uh, the album release. We see the reaction, play some shows and two or three months after the release, we are already thinking about the next album. Because it's a, an album, it's a long process, uh, maybe uh, it's a, a year of work. Mm. So if you don't want to to let um, four years uh, between two albums, you have to to go at work very soon. Mm. Uh, and we want this uh, uh, only two years uh, between uh, the albums. I think. Uh, you know, when you release an album, you have um, a short lifetime, two or three months, and after that, the promotion and everything uh, just, just uh, come down, and uh, the album is not invisible, but you, you know, you, you, you kind of, on the internet, you just disappear a little, mm. so we want to not uh, make so many time between two albums uh, right. because of, of that but now uh, we are two uh, parents in uh, in the band so maybe <laughs> <laughs> it will be uh, more than two years uh, between two albums yeah so yeah actually uh, just just before we started there you mentioned that you were a, a new father and congratulations mm -hmm. um <laughs> does that change like you and who else is is a, a new father or a new parent Sylvain. Oh, okay. Sylvain is uh, the father of uh, three months baby. Three months. And how old is your child? Yeah. Uh, eight months. Eight months. So, yeah, a bit of a different uh, dynamic when it comes to work and home life, I can only assume. Yes. Yeah, uh, pretty, uh, not really difficult. It's different. And uh, <laughs> you have to sleep when you can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> yes. Um, so like the group of you and like you started off as a trio and then became a, a, a quartet or four four person band. The person who came in was I, I, I apologize. I forgot his name, but he came in to be provide drums. Who was your drummer before? Who who started off as drums? Uh, we start with Antoine. Antoine OK. Fouret. okay. Uh, he was our first drummer. Uh, on uh, on in really existence uh, ascensions mm -hmm. uh, our two two uh, first albums mm -hmm. 
And uh, after that, we got Michael Martin on uh, on uh, Molten Giant. And mm. uh, since Maestrom, we are with Théo Gendron, our actual drummer. And uh, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so finding finding a new bandmate can sometimes be challenging, but it, it sounds as though that you guys all like get along. You are basically like a family and you create uh together and like is there always encouragement when it comes to uh new ideas or a new sound or is it you guys kind of go your separate corners of the room work on something and then bring it to the center um the first impulsion is made by by silva okay because i think when you create a very uh, a, a complex music it's pretty hard to to uh, have uh, four uh, brain on, mm-hmm. uh, on the same ID mm-hmm. because uh, when you play very fast uh, have, uh, to be, um, very, uh, you have to be you have a very clean ID of what you want because uh, at uh, <coughs> 300 uh, BPM. It's uh, <laughs> it will uh, very fast song like uh, yeah, like an old grindcore. Uh, <laughs> <song>. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Sylvain uh, made uh, the structure uh, of the riff, and after that we made a um, um, uh, uh, re-reading mm-hmm. the, for. Um, of the main structure, it's uh, and when we add uh, the bass, vocals, and drums, sometimes the structures change, and we discussed uh, between us. For guitar, sometimes uh, the second guitarist Nico and Sylvain uh, are together to find some some riffs or you know, to see if it's. Uh, Playable on stage too, right? Because sometimes you have good inspiration, but when you you want to play it in reality, it's just unplayable. Yeah. So change that because we want that every songs are playable, and the only limitation is the number of guitars. And we have acoustic parts. Uh, this song is uh, playing on stage because change, uh, right? Change guitars every time, but uh, technically. Uh, from the technique point of view, we have uh, all the songs that are playable by us on stage. That's very important. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, there's been plenty of bands out there who have this great idea or had this great idea and be able to pull it off in the studio, but then to create that same sound or same feeling out on a live stage where more often than not, the songs get played faster then in the studio it it just becomes an utter mess because you you're now on the spot and something that took a long time to create or even you had help to create cannot be done successfully live every single time it's um i i don't remember who said that a great guitarist said on stage you have to be at 50% of your capacity 
sometimes when you don't feel well or something goes wrong. Uh, no, no, I get it though. Like because you know when you're in a studio, you can take a break. You can you can grab a coffee. Yeah. You can go for a, a glass of water. When you're up on stage, no, you you got to be able to pull it off. So if you can be minimum fifty all the time <laughs> and still function, then you're okay. Anything below that, and you're just you're useless, which is unfortunate. <laughs> who playing live knows that it's very very rare that something goes well uh, mm-hmm. from the start and the end there are always problems for in-ears problem you have a amps problem um, a cable uh, with disconnected so something it's a lot of uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah cross your finger when you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean problems could happen before you hit the stage you could you could not be feeling well you could not get a good night's sleep you could be late to the gig or there could be road conditions or something like that so no I yeah I absolutely understand that I have never like I I'm not in a position to tour uh I, I, would, I would love to I think the road trip would be great but that's just fantasizing over uh, something that can be grueling it can it can define a band it can it can bring them closer together but at the same time like it's not all just like pancakes in the morning and shots of whiskey at night it's it is sometimes just a struggle just to get the gear up and running from my point of view a tour uh, when uh, uh, with our conditions we are not metallica they have different condition but from my point of view, a tour is very fun, but uh, not very, uh, just some hours in the day. The other day, you are four men who stink a lot, <laughs> trapped in a car, and they road, road, road. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know where you sleep. Sometimes you sleep on the floor, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's fun too, but when uh, the tour, uh, we don't play very long tour, but when it's uh, like that from all a day, for example, it's already hard mm. so i can imagine the band would do that for uh, two weeks or a month right such condition and... yeah uh, it reminds me of did you uh, ever watch uh what defines us it's a documentary by uh foo fighters lead guitarist dave grohl did you ever watch that uh, no no okay so so what defines us is um it it talks about the tour life it talks about uh, bands being in a small vehicle with all the gear behind them and just smelling like hell and going out on the road, but how that can make or break a band because it it kind of puts you in that uncomfortable position and makes you work for what you love and also can bring a band together. How long have you guys been touring? And dare I ask, what's the poor vehicle you got to ride around in? Yes, it's um, we don't play show um, very often because it's France is uh, not a very uh, metal land. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's pretty hard, so we don't have. Um, maybe we had that uh, in Japan. Okay, as the condition, or it was a very great opportunity, mm-hmm. but the condition of touring for us was very very hard have to work uh, a lot with all the gear, uh, take the train, uh, metros, and uh, wow. a lot of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> with all the gear? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no clothes. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
No close, and uh, the lung gauge was lost the first day. Really? Yeah. We start the tour with um, uh, uh, the two guitarists that got the guitars, but no, the the stuffs. They will play on the LX, and uh, they don't have it. I didn't have my bass, so uh, I play six-string bass, and someone uh, share me uh, with very kind of him from the bang down. Uh, Except to share with me his bass, but it was a four string, so uh, <laughs> it yeah. was very complicated for me. Yeah, I guess so. You're uh, you're missing an entire an entire tool basically within mm-hmm. your within your kit. Uh, just the first day, because uh, in Japan things work very well, so <laughs> they can uh, they can get back our stuff and uh, deliver at the venue. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, when our language comes to Japan, everything is easy. <laughs> <laughs> Between France and Japan, it was, it's much more efficient yeah, in Japan. Big surprise! Yeah. <laughs> and it's a it's the kind of event that can uh, make yeah very uh, bad mood mm. in the band. Yeah, times with um, when you're tired, when uh, things comes wrong when you don't know where you're gonna sleep uh, and you're lost in a country where people uh, don't really speak a good english and i don't speak a good english too so (laughs) you can understand each other and uh yeah but after it was very good memories well yeah of course Uh, of course there is also a lot of fun of course it's it's like holidays uh just uh uh, with bad organization, <laughs> <laughs> you learn. You, you learn from the experience, and you just move on from there. Yeah. Uh, speaking of learning, uh, your your band has also been credited with making sure that there is a philosophical message with each release. What is the driving force behind telling each story? Because it's it's more than just three hundred beats per minute. You you guys take it upon yourself to to not just sometimes tell a story, but to make a statement with the lyrics and also the direction of your music videos. Oh, it's, I think it's um, important to that uh, every song are not just superficial. They're just uh, not talking about a fight, a guy with a sword or just... Uh, no, they are always... Um, don't think of a message, but uh, like... A, like a tale, you have a. a it's a, some things. I am not always agree with what I write, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's it's a question, and uh, that I oftenly asking myself. I don't have the answer, but yeah. I put it on the lyrics. It's just um, that is uh, form is maybe epic or. Uh, but like a lot of films, it don't have a great um, subject for every album. There are a lot of effects, uh, and sometimes uh, think of the old album. Sometimes maybe we say um, the opposite mm. in mm. the actual album because uh, we think different now. Mm. Those ten years, it's. Uh, our point of view uh, changing and uh, that, just speaking of the form uh, I like to see our albums like a season mm. of a series right uh, that's why since uh, maybe I think album now we links between our albums 
they are in this uh, say that they are in the same universe sometimes um, one album can have consequences on the next right <laughs> no no and that and that's good i mean it, it shows that you yeah like everyone uh hopefully takes it upon themselves to learn and to become more informed and to over time answer a question i mean and in in the example you just gave like one album can be a response to another album that you have already created you're asking a question now you have an answer and maybe that answer isn't exactly what you're looking for but that's the answer you get um for example with um in you getting older you have uh, to face some uh, uh, lot of uh, tough things in your life mm. so that's why i think maybe the this album legend and maybe i britons too are maybe darker or the subject are more serious i think it, all about death, the purpose of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, maybe a little trivial, but uh, everyone is asking a, yeah. it, this type of question. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's responsible. It's it's sometimes it's sometimes it can be disheartening. Sometimes it can be emotional and even dark to start asking those questions when you're faced with your own mortality. And, you know, other times, I, like I know you guys have a sense of humor because I saw something on social media and I, I just need an explanation on the angry potato. What is this? Uh, it's because of um, when uh, at the release of Maestrom, uh, the eponym uh, song called Maestrom, uh, I, um, the first sentence I say is I am the protector. Okay. But my English level is pretty low, so <laughs> I say a protector, and with the with the scream, uh, a lot of people hear, I am the potato, <laughs> 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 and they make fun <laughs> a lot with that. Uh, at start, I, I can be a little uh, upset about it, but uh, afterwards, I will... Uh, all the band we take it with humor yes because uh because it's funny really <laughs> yeah, no absolutely that so that shirt that um, i saw on social media that is real yeah that is because because uh, i saw uh, that i was like i want that shirt <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are working on uh, on that but uh yeah we, we want to uh, to sell it uh, yeah, yeah for real yeah I, I had a chance. I, I know, but it's an um, Eng English talking people who can have this joke because in France, people uh, just. It's uh, not a, a French uh, joke. Gotcha. Fair enough. So <laughs> I don't know how we can uh, export this shirt, but uh, we will try. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, I'll buy a shirt and I'll start wearing it around town. <laughs> I actually had a chance, like I said, I, I had a chance to listen to all your albums. Maelstrom is actually uh, one of my favorite albums. It, it has a great sound to it. And it also, it shows like growth, like genuine growth between um, your first couple of albums and then leading up to Maelstrom. And then um, your new album, Legend, again, like it, it does show 
that uh, you guys have learned a lot. You've grown in your skills, in your your lyrical uh, abilities, but also the fact that you are taking it back and being more raw and organic, as you said earlier. I'm really looking forward to the world listening and getting their hands on either through streaming or physically uh the legend album by your group because it's it is an accomplishment and and like again congratulations on that very much and thank you to notice that that uh we try to not make a race uh playing the faster as possible just want to put the more uh, lyrical theme um, into that and uh, maybe reduce the speed of the some songs mm. but, uh, hybrid sun we like we love our album hybrid suns but it's very uh, very dense mm. uh, a lot of density and um, um maybe have a la- some lacks of uh, reliefs we think the the things differently for this album really yeah, yeah. So uh, with that being said, like every once in a while, a band will be criticized for a variety of things. And, and some of them are our choices. Some of them are just petty. But your band has actually received a little bit of pushback. Why align yourself with the Tau? 40K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I understand. Uh uh, so you, you can uh, I understand what you're saying, but uh, I don't understand the question. But uh, oh yeah, no, so so uh, it, it just on your social media, I because I, I, I I do a little bit of uh, you know I try to do my best to do a little bit of homework, but uh, okay, you, tools. ah two okay yes yeah. Okay. yeah sorry it's because in French we say le two oh <laughs> not a, a thousand I don't understand yeah we are um, uh, Sylvain is a very great f- fan of Warhammer and. Yeah. Uh, now uh, he sadly uh, put me uh, through <laughs> too, so <laughs> so I play salamanders. <laughs> <laughs> so, are everyone in the band a, f- a fan of Warhammer? Uh, no, it's uh, more a thing of uh, Sylvain and I. Okay, uh, Sylvain is very into uh, the the game. Uh, really, he got a lot of figurines. He, he play in. Uh, in championships and uh, but uh, for my part I just have s- some figurines of salamanders that not finished to paint actually oh. <laughs> I'm more into the lore oh yeah uh, yeah really uh, I really enjoy the lore I uh, finished to read the Horus Heresy to go it's an uh, 50 books <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah the lore is massive like they they've been at this for a while and incredible imagination creativity and you know it's constantly expanding um yeah. e- even even superman or the witcher himself uh henry cavill has stated that he wants to make a live action warhammer yeah. something and we we're waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot how uh, imagine how. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw a fan uh, a fan film on YouTube called okay. Astartes. Okay. Was uh, just uh, five short videos, and really really amazing. Really. And I think it's, uh, the guys is alone. I don't, I don't remember, but it um, it put with image. Uh, <laughs> 
the devastating power of Astartes. <laughs> it's very, uh, I have a goosebump everywhere when I saw <laughs> yeah. that. It's very, uh, very impressive. <laughs> yeah, no, some, sometimes it's those fan films that, that sparks, you know, the motivation for uh, you know, the powers that be or the people with money to really start mm -hmm. pushing towards something. So sometimes it takes that little inspiration for something to really get rolling. And I mean, like I said before, we already have Henry Cavill saying that he wants to do mm -hmm. something. He's dropping everything mm -hmm. to go do this. So this will be... I remember I, what kind of... I think Implicus to this, I think. <laughs> I think so, yeah, yeah. 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 So, and it's a great it's a great inspiration for Exocrine uh, since maybe two albums. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that actually. It's, yeah, the universe is the universe is very dark, mm. and um, you are reading uh, novel. It's not. Um, it's very neutral. There are no good people. There are no bad people. There sometimes horrible things happens, but yeah, there always have a reason. Maybe it's not a good reason, but. Yeah, they, they believe in what they're doing, which is a great motivation for anyone. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to what comes next because, like, yeah, something's got to happen. This the, the universe and the lore behind Warhammer 40K is so massive. Like, how can it how can it go this long with without something Hollywood-esque jumping behind mm. it and pushing it? But then again, there's the worry of like, okay, so Hollywood's going to jump into it. How are they going to screw this up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I have a few questions for you from some of your fans, if you wouldn't mind. John asks, who would you like to work with in the future? Who would you like to work with or tour with? Oh, a really great question. Um, Oh, work, I don't know if we can work with, but we like uh, the production of Dave Otero, mm. who produced the uh, last two Aspire. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. It's a great inspiration for us, and uh, it put a lot of contents on YouTube, uh, so mm. good inspiration. But uh, for band, there is so many bands we want to, <laughs> to raise. Yeah. And, uh, not only on tech this uh, bands, a uh, lot of bands. We we were actually uh, lucky enough to to speak with one of the guys from Arkspire uh, a little while ago, and actually they I think they just came back from a tour. It might have been the Japan tour. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, no, great guys and incredible music, not unlike your own. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they um, they bring lot a uh, lot of things to. Make Ted this younger. <laughs> Another question. Christopher asks, uh, who writes your music videos? They are very entertaining. Uh, music videos is, um, it's Sylvain. Oh, again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we buy, uh, we bought a good camera. Hmm. And we, uh, because um, we didn't find in France uh, some people to work with us as a reasonable price yeah uh, in the band we have not no money <laughs> right <laughs> we're all working and uh, things can be harder uh, at this uh, with that so we decide uh, to um, make the film by ourselves mm. that's why uh, some old uh, old video clips are 
really bad. <laughs> artistic. <laughs> they are artistic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We have to start somewhere. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, since uh, Maestrom, we made uh, the clips ourselves. Mm. We just uh, maybe, uh, I think for Maestrom, we just had the help of a guy who can uh, just f- film. Mm. But all the, um, the editing, uh, and, and things made uh, by Sylvain. Oh, wow. Just immensely talented, or just dedicated to the job. So totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's totally dedicated for it, but it's. Uh, yeah. one, one more question from Danielle. Uh, she asks, uh, "Who does your album artwork?" This time we work with uh, Armada Arts, Slaughter to Prevail, and bands uh, like that, mm. because we are really liked uh, his uh, work. And it was, uh, yeah, and, and the contact with him was very easy. Mm. He was very motivated when we, we, we don't, uh, are very uh, directive uh, with the illustrators uh, because it's, um, we want, uh, we want the illustration, uh, the artwork after uh, the composing and um, writing process. For mm. instance, uh, uh, this is us. And, uh, so we just ask him we want a big monster with a, a little of magic and fire everywhere and uh, <laughs> we let him work like he want to do <laughs> and the result is uh, is uh, is great i think so. no it's it's yeah like it's it's amazing like with with ai art becoming more and more prevalent like it is it is very much clear whenever something is is hand drawn be it with a computer or a stylist or something like that but the the work that goes into uh, your guys's albums is is like unique and amazing and like it is it is movie poster or even just like on the wall poster quality like i could easily see something like that mounted on a, a, a kid's wall or a teen's wall or something like that just like as a piece of something to admire and to appreciate so it's 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 great work yeah thanks yeah it's a part of first because we, the story in the album are very epic yes generally yeah. so uh, we have to need to have this epic uh, artwork of course and uh, and uh in this album, in Legend album, we um, can be in the mind of a guy who see this monster mm. and uh, how if he can feel uh, at the end first of powerful. It's uh, well weak, yeah, <laughs> vulnerable, very very weak. And uh, I think it's important for us that uh, the artwork uh, is a stru- uh, transcription of that. You yeah. see, the story is very huge. It's, uh, it's unbeatable, but. Uh, story we'll see <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so legend like i said by the time this is released the album will be released it is uh coming out on january 26th and uh one final question from me is uh you know are you are you already working on something new or do you have a tour planned like what is in the near future for you and your band uh, we are looking to play uh, shows, essentially on Europe, mm. because uh, after COVID, the uh, period is 
pretty uh, hard. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how it's uh, how it's in Canada, or but we have a lot of inflation problem in France. So no, no, here here too. Yeah. Yeah, life is getting harder, so uh, it's a very blur for us. So we actually try to find some show tour, maybe we're working on it, but uh, all the the months are coming, maybe for the end of the year. Mm. And we also try to to get to you. I'd love it if you guys would make it your way to British Columbia or Saskatchewan. But uh, you know, what? if and when, like I, I have a feeling that you guys will uh, eventually be able to get to a point where you can pick and choose where you want to go with with ease. Because, like I said, your your work is incredible. And this new album is going to be amazing. And uh, like your already dedicated fans, uh, they're going to love it. And you're going to definitely find yourself with a whole bunch of new fans once uh, they get a, a, a taste of the new album, Legend, which is going to be out now. So congratulations. Yes, thanks, man. <laughs> and uh, before I go again, congratulations on being a new father. And uh, I certainly hope that you get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, a strategical game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it is. Okay, Jordy. Uh, thank you, and uh, you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you too. Thanks for making it to the end of this episode. Big thank you to you for watching, or for listening, or for checking out my website, themediajack.ca. There is where you can find other episodes, other content that I create, as well, a link to the Patreon where you can support my show, all my work, directly. Also, where you could submit ideas, suggestions, or maybe you want to ask a future guest a question. Patreon is where you can go for all of that and so much more, and also get a shout out, just like Red Wolf Dawn, our executive producer for this month. Big thank you to you once again, and check out themediajack.ca. The merch is there. You can get a really comfortable shirt like this, supporting the Media Jack or my partner, the Iron Bikini. Or maybe you just want to get yourself a good mug or a gym shirt or something else that tickles your fancy, themediajack.ca. Take care. <laughs>